This is episode 527 on the 30th of May 2022 the final episode of May 2022 let's begin this episode with this song buddy or a boy make a big noise playing in the street gonna be a big man someday you got mud on your face you big disgrace kicking your can all over the place singing we you will we will rock you we will we will rock you buddy or young man hard man shouting in the street gonna take on the world someday you got blood on your face you big disgrace waving your banner all over the place we will we will rock you sing it we will we will rock you oh yeah but you are an old man poor man pitting me the eyes gonna get you some peace some day you got mud on your face you big disgrace some somebody better put you back in your place do it we will we will rock you yeah yeah come on we will we will rock you all right louder we will we will rock you one more time we will we will rock you yeah so the indian national t20 cup has finally come to an end both the men's and the women's division and let's discuss from the semi final 3 qualifier 2 that is the match between bangalore and rajasthan Bangalore came on the high of defeating Lucknow after scoring 207 runs but when it came to that crunch match they were unable to get what could be called a decent score Though according to me 157 was not a bad score but Rajasthan had the momentum and they were looking to get into the finals of this championship and they did exactly that which means bangalore qualified the semi final to eliminator but were eliminated in the semi final to qualifier which meant that they fall they, f- they fall short they fell short despite a quality batting performance as they were carved and sliced by a rampaging butler and once again who had to take the blame what were the PPED media that is pseudo print electronic and digital media targeting who were they targeting they were targeting the senior players in the captain in Francois Duplessis without Kohli Glenn Maxwell who just couldn't get going there's a lot of criticism around Kohli and his certain aspects we'll talk about that in the next episode but he had to take the blame and of course if you have read newspapers and listen to some old overhype pseudo experts they are saying let hardik pandya become the captain so after one tournament or 17 matches you want him to become the captain well there's a difference there's a national team and there's a domestic team gujarat is a domestic team you've got nothing to lose you've got things in your control but when you are captain of the national team then you have individuals fighting for that one position if hardik pandya was able to come at number 4 for his domestic team gujarat 
he may not be able to do for his national team because there will be at least two or three individuals in Shreyas Iyer, Suryakumar Yadav, Sanju Samson, Rishabh Pant fighting for that number four position. So it looks very beautiful when you win the world championship, but it's a very different situation when you have to do it at the national level. But let's get back to the semi-final three qualifier match. Rajasthan bypassed the emotions and the hype associated with Bangalore and used logic to do the job and set up an epic showdown in the main event with Gujarat. And how did the final match with Gujarat go? We'll get to it, but let's discuss this match more. So there were some comical moments in this particular match. The comical moment was when a player from Rajasthan took Glenn Maxwell's catch at fine leg when Glenn Maxwell pulled a short ball, a slower short delivery. It was a good shot. But when catches are taken on a good shot, you would say good shot but did not connect enough, did not get the power. Even if you get the power and the catch is taken by the fielder, whom do you appreciate more? The fielder or the short selection or the choice of the bowler to bowl a slow delivery or a wide yorker or whatever be the kind of deliveries that are there in the sport. So when that player took the catch, it was a good catch because yes, sometimes they stick. Had it not stuck, it could have been a different story. We don't know. The match is over. But the catch stuck. He was appreciated for his catching. And then comes the question. And then comes a very silly thing which I saw in the newspapers. One of the newspapers compared that player's catch with a former amateur average player. As we know, it's easy to retire from the sport and then say anything you can on these PPED media and people will take you seriously. Why? Because even if you have played one match in your 10-year career or 50 matches in your 10-year career and your so-called statistics haven't been great, but you will be forgiven those former pseudo experts will be forgiven because they played in a time when bowling was tough. So in if a player had played 100 matches and was averaging between 30 and 35, he would be called a decent player. And then sometimes the PPED media hires these individuals because they don't want too much pressure on their paycheck. So sometimes when people come cheap, you take that. But let's move to finals which happened a few hours ago. But before that, let's discuss the finals. The men's national T20 Cup finals. Well, Gujarat, in fact, it was the other way around. Rajasthan came on a high after winning the match against Bangalore. But simply not able to get the momentum going as they were bowled out for 130 runs. And Gujarat chased down that target in 18 overs with 7 wickets, winning by 7 wickets and losing only 3 wickets. So Rajasthan were bowled out for 130. They had the momentum but somehow 
Gujarat could be called the luckiest team of the tournament. They just got the momentum going in their way when they were able to chase targets of around 200, when they were able to defend 160. Rajasthan could have been the luckiest. Rajasthan along with Gujarat, but Gujarat who won the championship could have easily been the luckiest team on the planet. Well, when you win a championship, you are lucky. But how do I look at the final? Of course, the final was overshadowed by the so-called capacity crowd of over 100,000 people. That is 1,10,000 people were attending the match. And that meant that it bypassed the seating capacity of another iconic stadium in, in Melbourne. That is the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which will host the finals of the 20 over world championship will India reach that final we don't know that's a different format and it's still a few months away but how do I look at this final I don't think there was anything special about the final as it is one of the many 14 finals but it falls short compared to more superior tournaments there are more superior tournaments which focus on the sport and not on the glamour because if this tournament was not focusing on the glamour then this tournament would not have inferior time management skills and obvious flaws this tournament has the most obvious flaws you can see in any tournament because it doesn't focus on the sport yes teams sign players who were released by other teams and then they create a team around individuals who have been there, done that for a long time and then they get into a new team where they get more creative freedom. There are no creative differences with the team management but the time management skills of this tournament has been poor, atrocious and at a level which could be called gutter. Why? Because it takes two hours to finish a 20 over match. Thanks to the eight minutes of half-baked timeouts and despite its inferior time management skills and obvious flaws, the tournament continues to get unofficial promotion from those receiving a payola and it became even worse when they shifted the match to an 8 p.m. start to accommodate a superficial ceremony which was an abysmal decision and benefited no one but added to the already woeful overrate by teams aided by 8 minutes of half-baked timeouts. As said before this tournament started, this tournament has been known for its inferior time management skills. Neither the umpires nor the match referee nor the different team managements nor the overall organizing committee of the tournament the tournament directors they don't even care the fact that the closing ceremony went till 1 a.m no one bothered so what if it went till 1 a.m who, who cares you don't want to watch it you don't watch it where in the world do you see the closing ceremony where prizes are given for the entire tournament go into early morning but this has happened before and this will continue to happen because once 
again they go to that 8 pm start from next year which means the match will not get over before 12 am as i said a few weeks ago in the episode but not one individual cares about this now when we are back to regular international matches where there are no timeouts and where the international cricket council is overseeing the match because even if here you have a match referee the match referee is local which means that they give that freedom that okay take two hours to finish the match eight minutes of timeouts a minute between each over a minute after each wicket falls and then the trigger happy ad breaks which are a part of this narrative and this absolute nonsense so this tournament well the match it wasn't that great when a team is bowled out for 130 no way can the other team not chase it yes once upon a time bombay defended 130 but that was also a bit of luck the other team could not cope up with the pressure but rajasthan was never going to defend 130 that was obvious once Rajasthan were bowled out for 130 despite being over 100 runs in the first 14 overs but the last 6 overs their batters could not cope up and the bowlers of Gujarat were able to make sure that we do not give them too many runs in the remaining overs it was all but over and once Gujarat chased it down everybody got excited first time champions Hardik Pandya having his own team can he be the next captain can the selectors do something radical something novel and make him the captain for the 20 over world championship which is just five months away can they make him the captain for the bilateral series which will take place which means india will at least play 12 to 13 matches before they play the 20 over world championship of course a few Pseudo experts have got carried away because Gujarat won the match. But as I said, there's a different template when you have your domestic team where you have nothing to lose, where the paycheck will come no matter what, and you will not be dropped because you are the MVP of the team. You are the local person in an international team where you have at least 25 people competing for that position as i said for number four you have at least four or five individuals competing for the opening position you have at least four or five individuals competing maybe the number three position is fixed we'll discuss that later in relation to some other concept but it would not be that straightforward that maybe let's say the selectors have a light bulb moment and they say let's make Hartek Pandya the captain of the national team at least with the fringe outfit then what happens he, right now Rahul is the captain of the team which is playing against South Africa with a couple of experienced players but most of them on the fringe so I wouldn't call them on the fringe but let's go with the popular term and call those players on the fringe i already discussed what the team is so a week from this wednesday when the india south africa tournament starts at least it will start at 7 pm and we'll 
observe all the time management skills because there would be no eight minutes of timeouts and the umpires could be more strict because the international cricket council will have a direct oversight on this match because in this match the umpires are told don't care about overheads the referees are told or instructed or something else that don't care about maintaining things such as overweights let them take two hours to finish because if that was not the case then all the captains in this tournament would be fine and some of them were fine but that was just a superficial fine because if they were serious then there would be other serious consequences you may have won the tournament but you took two hours to complete an entire match entire one innings Whereas you are supposed to take 80 minutes inclusive of the timeout, but who cares? As I said, this tournament is full of inferior time management skills and obvious flaws. What are the flaws? I've already discussed the flaws, so I'm not going to add more to the whole flaw bowl. But the 8 p.m. start from next year is a horrendous decision. I already talked about that. In the previous episode it's a brain fade decision and the excuse is that more people will watch it doesn't matter that's what baffles me the international matches start at 7 pm the domestic tournament starts at 8 pm so why such a huge difference what separates the two the same organizing the same governing body organizes the tournament there may be different sponsors, but it really doesn't matter. And of course, the National T20 Cup may have a more glamorous outlook to it because you have foreign players and local players mixed up together with names of the team as glamorous as it can get. And the international tournaments are just international tournaments with repercussions on it's players. Crazy. I don't know. How does it work? We won't know how does it work but 7 pm for an international match and 8 pm for a domestic match it just baffles me and then the way the prizes were distributed it's as if the governing body doesn't even care that there are other similar tournaments which are happening where you need to invest but then whether it's the pped media or the governing body or the 105,000 plus people who came to see the match whereas when you have those other domestic matches they will be empty the broadcaster will have won't want to even involve itself in it it will only do it because it's part of the deal either way once Gujarat once Gujarat knew they had to chase 130 the game was over but they have to chase 130 and do it because that's the way things work but let's move on to another final that is the women's national t20 cup did you even know this was happening it happened on a saturday in another ground but not even 25 percent of the ground was full compared to the full house of 105,000 individuals at the gujarat stadium not even 10 percent of the capacity at where the supernovas and velocity met were there the supernovas managed to defend that score of 165 
Velocity were never in the game despite having the likes of Shefali Verma and other players. But the women's match did not get that kind of coverage. It never does. In India, any women's tournament, unless of course it's badminton and we are obsessed with a couple of women's players in badminton, they never get that kind of coverage. The match happened. So how do I look at this tournament? But before that, the gold medal for the Gujarat Rajasthan match goes to you guessed it, Gujarat. And the silver medal goes to you guessed it once again Rajasthan. And for the women's division, the gold medal goes to the supernovas and the silver medal goes to the velocity now let's look at this match the women's indian national t20 cup final main event where supernovas were able to defend their total of 165 against velocity though i didn't see the point of this tournament it's a wasted tournament But still, let's look at this tournament. Let's just see how this tournament unfolded. It was an exciting match and went to the last ball. But overall, a wasted tournament. How do you look at the women's division by just having four matches? Why is this tournament organized? This tournament is organized because it's called a fill-in-the-blanks tournament. The organizing board, the organizing body doesn't want any blank day so when the men's division have a rest day they slot in the women's match which is basically a fill in the blanks tournament so there so that there are no rest days and people are glued to their electronic devices and are watching a match but the way the match was promoted whereas the pre-match discussion for the men's division started at 6 p.m the pre-match discussion for the women's division only got half a couple and that too the fringe anchors and the fringe commentators were given the job so you can see what the attitude was even the women's world cup got more coverage that was at least one month with eight teams so i think either they have a parallel tournament to the men's game that you can have a tournament in the you can have a match in the afternoon and the men's game can be in, can be in the evening or you can have the women's game and the men's game at the same time at 7 pm or 8 pm whatever be the time but that's where the things are the ideal time duration should have been at least four weeks with eight teams at least one month should have been given to this tournament but there you go no one cares it's an obligatory tournament, it's a wasted tournament, it's a fill-in-the-blanks tournament, so I don't see the point of it. But something that shocked everyone was in the men's hockey semi-finals, the Asia Cup semi-final Super 4 stage. Remember, India had lost to Japan in the league stage by a margin of 2-5 but they defeated Japan by a margin of 2-1. It's not often do you defeat a strong team like Japan in a sport like hockey. It doesn't happen often, but they did it. And then in the next match, in the Super 4 stage, 
they drew in Malaysia 3-all. How does that affect their march into the finals? Well, that will be known when they take on Korea tomorrow at 5 p.m. So, if you want to know, the India-Korea match will decide whether with one win and one draw, what can the team do? Because draw means one point, win means three points, they have four points and if, if they can beat Korea, they will have seven points. And then, depending on how Korea, Malaysia, Japan play each other, we'll know what happens in this particular tournament. So this is how the matches are scheduled. Tomorrow, you will see at 5 p.m. the India-Korea match. And then the final will be between the first in the Super Force pool and the second in the Super Force pool. Who are going to be the two teams who will make it? No one knows. Let's hope it's India. And who their opposition is something that we will never know. So this ends episode number 527 on the 30th of May 2022, the final episode of 2022. I will be back on the 1st of June 2022, episode number 528.